0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. Today's episode, I want to take you through my second trimester. I'm now going into my third. Hopefully, I'll give you some insight into what it was like and some things I've learned this time around. This is my third time. And my goal for these type of episodes is just to be vulnerable with you, share practical things that I've learned. And I truly believe we knew more stories of the realities of pregnancy. So let's get into this candid episode. This is a different kind of podcast. I'm a different kind of nurse and a different kind of doula. Hey there, my name is Alan McLean and I wanna welcome you to the Empowered Birth Podcast. My mission here is to encourage you to strive for the best birth experience possible, knowing full well birth is unpredictable, but also knowing that you are powerful and you are able to make the best decisions for you. You're going to get information you won't hear in your basic childbirth education class as well as stories of women and birth professionals who are stepping into their power and birthing their way. You're going to get all the information you need to confidently navigate your journey from pregnancy to postpartum. This podcast is for the woman who is wanting a natural childbirth, but feeling unsure in her ability to. She doesn't know her options and she's feeling overwhelmed looking for a guide. Is this you? then stick around, you're exactly where you should be. All right, so I'm just sneaking into my third trimester and I really have felt a shift, not only in my body, but in my emotions and my spirit. And I'm mentally preparing for adding another little girl to the family. And I've I've really started to allow myself to dream more and become more excited about this pregnancy. When I'm thinking back over the the last, the second trimester, I was still pretty disconnected. And this year obviously has been so difficult and it made the pregnancy a lot less fun, I guess. My motivation wasn't there. I didn't really want to make food to eat. I didn't have much of an appetite, didn't want to clean my house or really even think about anything. It was just a very different second trimester with my other girl's second trimester was amazing. I would had all the energy wanted to do all the things and think and plan and prepare and this time around it just wasn't like that. I knew something wasn't right. I was weepy. I was angry. I wasn't acting like myself and through speaking with my midwife and a counselor it was we decided that I may be struggling with some depression and anxiety and obviously hormones play a role in that, but also it is 2020. I mean, (laughs) I don't know of anyone who thinks things that have been easy this year. But I just think that talking about what has been going on in my brain has been really helpful. I also take some supplements to support my body during this transition and support the pregnancy. And When it comes to supplementation, I suggest doing your own research, speak with your providers. This is not meant to be a medical episode. I'm not giving medical advice. I am only telling you what I have done to support my body through this pregnancy, to support my emotions, and to support proper hormone production. So really just Use this as a starting point for your own research. Now, my philosophy on supplements is just take what your body needs (laughs) and also high quality matters. I don't take a prenatal. I didn't with my last. I was really food based. And then also I supplemented with the ones that I knew I needed extra help on. So, of course, do what you feel is right and research and be empowered in that way. I think it is such a powerful thing to know your body and to know the different supplements it needs and how to support your body through different seasons. It's just a really empowering thing to know. So, first off, I have – this is the first pregnancy – that I have taken vitamin C consistently. I actually just joined a group on Facebook. It's called Vitamin C Therapy During Pregnancy, Birth, and Baby. And I've learned about uh, Dr. Frederick Klinner, who studied in the 50s and 60s about high-dose vitamin C and the effects on labor time and tearing and so much more. I'm still learning. I'm still researching. It's super interesting to me and I'm just continuing to experiment and research. So, if that is of any interest to you, I suggest that you go and join that group to learn more. Another thing that I've taken last pregnancy and this pregnancy that I find really helpful is called Ninxure Red. And I took this with my second pregnancy, I felt huge benefits from it. My energy levels were amazing. And my placenta last pregnancy was super healthy looking and big and a major difference from when I didn't take it with my first. I could really, really tell. It is a superfood drink with aronia berry, wolfberry, plum, and blueberry. I use this as my prenatal. It's a whole food supplement and I only take two to four ounces a day. It's a liquid. It's a drink. It tastes delicious. Put it in my water. I just love the taste of it and I use it every morning. Sometimes if I need an extra boost, I'll do it in the afternoon as well. The other thing is calcium and magnesium. I experience charley horses major during my pregnancy and calcium and magnesium go really well together. When I take them regularly, I know it's not just for supporting muscles and bones and teeth for me, but also for baby. And I'm also hoping that I can avoid a cavity this pregnancy. If you don't follow me on Instagram (laughs) or if you haven't, you'll know that I hate the dentist. Like I have a huge phobia and every pregnancy never fails. I get a cavity after not having cavities for years. It was after my first and my second. So really hoping I can avoid that one. I'll be super happy if I can. Another supplement I'm taking is called SAMe. A Harvard Medical School study came out and said that about 7.5% of women develop major depression during pregnancy and 7% have mild depressive symptoms. SAMe was discovered in the early 1950s and it's made in the body from methylenine, which is an amino acid found in foods. It's been found to regulate key functions in living cells. Uh, Abnormal levels of CME in the body have been reported in liver diseases and depression. So I'll put all of that information in the show notes. So make sure you go down and read those. But I did want to really support my hormone levels during this time in, in cells and my liver. Another thing is probiotics. And I take a liquid probiotic, it's called Flourish. It only takes a small amount. This hasn't gone through the freeze drying process um, to be put in a pill form. So gut bacteria also produces hundreds of neurochemicals that the brain uses to regulate basic physiological processes as well as mental processes such as learning, memory, and mood. So for example, gut bacteria manufactures about 90% Five percent of the body's supply of serotonin, 95%. So that influences mood and your gut activity. Probiotics are super important. So that is one that I have found that I really love. It's also good for your immune system as well. Vitamin D as the sun becomes less and less in my area. I live in Nebraska, so it's already snowed here. And when it snows, I know it's time to break out the vitamin D. I made it a point during the summer to go outside every day in the morning and the afternoon and soak up as much sun as possible. But again, winter is approaching and I'm going to be adding this supplement. I found who says vitamin D is known to play an important role in bone metabolism through regulation of calcium and phosphate equilibrium. Vitamin D is produced in the body during exposure to sunlight, but is also found in oily fish, eggs, and fortified food products. Vitamin D deficiency is thought to be common among pregnant women in some populations and has been found to be associated with an increased risk of preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, preterm birth, and other tissue-specific conditions vitamin D supplementation during pregnancy improves maternal vitamin D status and may reduce the risk of preeclampsia, low birth weight, and preterm birth. However, the evidence currently available to directly assess the benefits and harms of the use of vitamin D supplementation alone in pregnancy for improving maternal and infant health outcomes is limited. So again, do your own research. For me, I feel like supplementing with vitamin D is probably pretty beneficial, so I'm going to do it. But that is where that empowerment comes in. You have that choice to read and research for yourself. Now, I'll put all of this research behind the supplements in the show notes, as well as where I get the mink Red that I've been taking. I've actually been taking it since my second pregnancy. So it's been... So good. Make sure you click on the link in the description to check that out. Go to the show notes. So, besides the struggle through depression and anxiety, I'm really starting to feel like I can breathe again. I feel supported both physically, emotionally, and I feel supported spiritually. And my birth team is just amazing. And I'm really starting to get excited about labor again. I feel like this fog that has been. Of over me, this whole pregnancy is lifting, which is so amazing. And I, I really can dream more and connect with this baby. Now, when I think and dream about this birth, I'm secretly hoping, but I don't want to say out loud, but I will, I guess, <laughs> that I have like a two hour pregnancy or two hour birth. I really have not fully mentally prepared for what it looks like uh, to have another hard 24-hour labor. And a belief that I'm, I'm choosing to have this pregnancy is that birth doesn't have to be hard. Like birth can just happen and it doesn't have to be long or something I have to fight for. I feel like with my last birth, I really had to prove to myself that my body was capable, that I was strong. And I really had to fight throughout my pregnancy for the right mindset. I had to fight for what type of birth I wanted. And this time I just don't feel like I need to do that. I feel like it can be a really simple and easy process. So we'll see. That's what I'm choosing to believe now. But I'm still planning on having my full support team available because I know that it was super beneficial to have someone there just to hold space. Also, to support my husband and my kids and document that experience. It was really, really important to me. And I really needed that last time. So, everybody's really different. Some love having people, and some want nobody. And even each pregnancy is different. I mean, I'm finding this time I'm feeling very different about my needs than I did the last time. So, I just find it really helpful when working with women who are planning their birth to just take a minute and dream about what they want. They really dive in and picture who's there, who makes them feel like themselves and comfortable, like they don't have to hide. Who you have around you is super important. And also your environment matters. So This time I am in nesting mood, like super early. I've painted our room and I, by doing that, I started to decorate and dream and what I wanted my birth space to look like. So we have lights hung up and I'm planning to fill it with plants and I'm still deciding whether or not I want a birth pool. So these are all things that I'm thinking about and getting ready for. Another thing, my prenatal visit's, are also shifting. One of the last ones I had brought up with my midwife, some anxiety on if I would be able to handle this birth process. I think every woman, no matter how self-assured and confident she is when it comes to birth, sometimes there's just a moment where she asks, "Like, can I really do that again? <laughs> Labor is super hard. It's hard work and it's transformative. And just when you get to the point where you don't think you can make it, you do. You access that strength and that power that was programmed into you at birth and you realize that you're more powerful than you know and it doesn't just affect that day, it affects your whole life. And do you know what really scares people who have never experienced this? Powerful women. We are a force to be reckoned with. Don't mess with a mama bear who knows how to listen to her intuition who knows how powerful she is and is willing to use it when necessary. There's a process to this. We have to go through the questioning, through the doubt, through the hardship to come out on the other side transformed. And right now I'm in the questioning and the doubt phase for the third time. I'm talking through this with my midwife and I get tearied and I ask, "Like, am I really strong enough? What if I, Decide not to set up a pool. Like, Can I handle the contractions? How will I know if I want anyone to touch me or talk to me or how do I cope? These are all some questions I asked her during our time together. And she suggested, super helpful, that I make a list of everything I think may be helpful for coping. And then I practice starting now and I start visualizing what it's like to get contraction in the shower. How will I breathe? How will I stand? And Corey and I have been doing our spinning babies exercises at night. So another thing I've been doing is when I get an ache, I practice my deep breathing and my visualization. Preparing for birth doesn't really have to be extravagant. Doesn't have to be expensive. You know how to birth a baby. Your body knows how. It's so much of a mental game that we don't even pay much attention to, especially as first-time moms. Another appointment I just had with my midwife, it was amazing because we had a teaching time of labor and the birth process. And really, it was it was just so helpful because we went over what my husband can look for to know that all was normal, just in case my midwife didn't make it in time because the reality is, it's winter time in Nebraska, and that means we can get a lot of snow. So, I've seen through these appointments that we've had together that trust is being built between the midwife and us, and our confidence is growing between Corey and I. And he's really learning to listen to my intuition. I'm leaning into his strength to get me through this pregnancy and birth. And truly, this pregnancy has just been a beautiful. Growing process. Like it hasn't been easy, but I do see the good that is coming out of it. Each pregnancy and birth is so different, and each one is going to teach you something. And I'm learning it's okay to rest and that naps are a gift from God (laughs) to lower my expectations of myself while I'm growing a baby because it's kind of hard work sometimes. And I'm learning it's okay not to have a name picked out. If you have any ideas, you can send me a DM on Instagram. But one last thing I really want to encourage all the moms out there listening to is that pregnancy is a growing time. It's a time of reflection, of growth, of turning inward, listening to what your intuition sounds like. It's a time to dream and start making decisions that will help a dream come true, both for the birth and the postpartum time. And as a third time mom, I'm definitely thinking about the postpartum time more and more. I'm starting to plan and put people in place to help me as I've started to see the importance. And no matter where you decide to birth or how you decide to birth, if these decisions seem really overwhelming to you, you don't even know where to start or what decisions are out there for this type of birth that you're dreaming of, I'm here to help you walk through This process. So I do have birth planning sessions that many women have found really helpful. Um, I'm your listening ear. I'm your guide. You already know what you're doing. But sometimes having someone um, bounce that idea off of and hold space and listen to some fears you may be experiencing and giving you some direction on where to go next, what questions to ask. That can all be super helpful in having the birthday you've dreamt of. So if that sounds like something you're needing, maybe it's a one-time thing. Maybe we meet a few times throughout your pregnancy and really plan and go deeper into what support looks like. But if that's of interest to you, go to bit.ly slash birth prep session, and you can learn more on if this is for you or not. But Make sure you check out the show notes. You can find more there. And thank you for listening to my second trimester reflection and joining me for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast. I'm so excited to have you a part of the movement And if you haven't joined our private Facebook tribe yet, go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered mamas tribe. We would love to have you there and a part of our community. We'll see you next time for another episode of the Empowered Birth Podcast.